1: Here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. Local unemployment numbers are at an all-time low, but in some sort of surprising ways. Some notable out-of-towners have been questioning the validity of our trans community. And we've got a bunch of high and low-lift ways to start your composting journey. It's March 31st, the Friday News Roundup, I'm Megan Harris, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. I'm with CityCast Elizabeth Kama and Francesca DeBecco. Y'all, this week feels like a year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let's, so long. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with some good news. Our unemployment rate is lower than it's ever been. Uh, but here's a fun spin on that. How many jobs, paid or unpaid, or even hobbies, have y'all been through since lockdown started three years ago? Three?
2: Three? Okay. I Three jobs? Yeah. Yeah. I've had you beat. I'm around eight slash nine, if you count my thesis as a job, which it was. Yeah, I think that should totally count. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was in college, though, so I was doing multiple jobs. Um, At the beginning of the pandemic, I had three.
1: Yeah. And then there's a house purchase. I know for you, Francesca, you got some pets. Elizabeth, you got some pets.
2: Yeah, I got a little dog.
1: I love it. Um, Yeah, I had, let's see, one, two, three, four. Um, And I'm sort of back where I started in a weird way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, a lot of Pennsylvanians are back at work, um, some kind of work since everything went down.
0: So, are we like back back? I mean, we lost over a million jobs. I thought it was.
1: Yeah, good memory. Uh, the state has gotten back the 1.1 million jobs they say we lost during the pandemic. Wow. Um, but actually, we're sort of behind everyone else. Pennsylvania's oh. recovery rate was much slower than the rest of the country, at least according to the Enquirer.
2: Wait, why are we so much slower? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they say on track.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, they say that there just weren't enough people to fill some of those available jobs
0: but we somehow have enough now. <laughs> I mean, not totally,
1: I don't think. Like, it's still an issue. Um, for example, a lot of older folks are just working a lot longer, and we also have sort of a shrinking workforce.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of older Western Pennsylvanians. I mean, my my grandma worked until she was 80 years old. You said she was a nurse? Yeah, Oh Oh my my gosh. gosh. That's like such hard work. It is. In her later years, she was just like uh, delivering meds and stuff, like at an old folks' home. Still, med cart work is hard work. That's a lot of squats. It is. (laughs) It really is. So, yeah, she's one of them.
1: Um, But most of actually what's left of our decline right now is actually young people. Um, I'm devastated to learn that that is the state's name for 18 to 34 year olds. I just aged out of being young. I showed it to Mallory earlier and she was like, oh, my God, that's so rude of you. Why did you show me that?
0: (laughs) That's a lie. I love being the target demographic. Enjoy it while it lasts. At least no
1: one's saying you're destroying avocados.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Well, like, why aren't the youths working? Well, youths, that's awesome. (laughs) So weird.
1: Want to take a wild guess? burn out. You are correct. Um, also, childcare. care. Um, I can now confirm that is basically a second mortgage and kind of impossible to even get accepted into. Mm. Um, also, a lot of people are self-employed or doing gig work, which doesn't always get caught or factored into these statistics.
2: That's a good point. Yeah, no, that's so true. I know so many people who work for Uber Eats. Um, <laughs> but didn't Shapiro, like, sign an executive order trying to address that?
1: Yeah, I mean, the governor made a move. Um, but, you know, I never give them total credit. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to have a college college degree now for, or they're grandfathering this in, um, for some state government jobs. But we still need like some similar stuff for nurses, for teachers, for a bunch of other jobs where like certifications are required. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a soapbox of mine. Um, but I think a lot of people think that the consensus seems to be that, yes, of course you need training to cut someone's hair. Yes, you need official recognition of that knowledge. But the process to get up-to-date certifications with the state has gotten so needlessly complicated. Um, my mom, for example, is really trying to transfer her nursing license right now from Tennessee to Pennsylvania. And it is impossible because we're one of only a couple states that don't belong to a standard transferring system. Oh,
0: that's so tough. And I remember my partner when he was just getting his new um, nursing license, even just the department is so backed up that it makes it so impossible to get things on track. And
1: expensive.
0: Man, I feel for you.
1: Um, Anyway, it's really messy because lawmakers say that the big threat ultimately could be to our budget surplus, a.k.a. uh, our future taxes, um, because it funds, you know, everything in the whole state.
2: Yeah, we'll have to keep on watching. um, So stay tuned and we'll let you guys know what happens.
1: Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You wanna come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org.
2: So have you guys been following the protesting that's been going on at Pitt?
0: Yeah, against the transphobic speakers. I wrote up a section in the newsletter,
2: but tell me more. Yeah, well, for those of you not subscribed to Francesca's newsletter, um, shame on you. Sign (laughs) up immediately. Um, (laughs) Yeah, shame, shame, shame. But to give some context to those of you who are um, unfortunately not subscribed, last week on the 24th and this week on the 27th, a conservative student group at Pitt Turning Point hosted two speakers um, who have been involved in a sort of wave of anti- trans sentiment that has taken up so much like air nationally and i just
0: want to note like today is trans visibility day and for all this happening you know this week and just having this conversation today i think it's just really important
1: yeah um just front-loading this whole conversation um our trans brothers and sisters like i'm so glad that they're with us like our world is better because they're here you know, full stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, this first speaker was Cabot Phillips. His event wasn't focused on transgender folks specifically. He's a senior editor at the Real Daily Wire, which is a conservative publication that's published some pretty nasty articles about trans people. Um, yeah. The second speaker was way more focused on the issue. Riley Gaines is the leader of an anti trans organization called Saving Women's Sports, which you can kind of figure out, is against letting trans women compete with cis women in sports and has said that it will lead to the, quote, systemic eradication of women. Sure.
0: Wow. That is really strong language. And I have to say, it just makes me so mad. Like when people use the argument, too, of like protecting women and children, like that's transphobic, like trans women are women, period, and they aren't using their gender identity as a guise to harm anyone. Exactly.
2: Yeah, no, those are strawman arguments, and we're not going to give them more airtime than they deserve. Um, Those two events have since passed, but there is another one coming up hosted by the College Republicans, uh, so a different group. Uh, They're hosting a debate on, quote, unquote, transgenderism and womanhood. I want to know transgenderism there. That's a word that they use, not I use. I don't think that's a word. No, truly, I don't think it is either. Uh, The debate is between a transgender activist and professor at Pitt, uh, Deirdre McCloskey, and The Daily Wire commentator, Michael Knowles, who recently called for transgenderism to be eradicated from public life entirely. That's a quote at the CPAC conference. Did that man just call for genocide? (laughs) Kind of. uh, He said that it wasn't like that wasn't what he was doing because trans people aren't a quote unquote legitimate category of being. What? Um, Sorry. This one's new. I haven't read up on this one as much. um, God. Yeah. I mean, he walked his statements back by saying he wants to get rid of the concept of being transgender, not the people. But that's not better. The concept. (laughs) is the people there's no there's no the, in between yeah yeah it's like nah, I don't know it makes no sense um, but obviously people were not happy that this is happening um, Emma Foltz at Public Source talked with trans students at Pitt and a lot of them are just feeling scared and unsafe because of these events it's really painful for them to feel that like their university is hosting these events with people who are just questioning their right to exist um, Hubert also wrote like a really scathing takedown of the events that we we'll link to I really enjoyed notes. that yeah it was great yeah. um, in the Pennsylvania House um, LGBTQ Equality con- uh, Caucus and the Pittsburgh branch of the double, uh, of the NAACP also called for the events to be canceled. So a lot of people are just upset. Yeah. As they
0: should be. Yeah. And there's like a petition going around too, right?
1: Yeah. I saw that um, going around. I think the last time I looked at it, it had 11,000 signatures um, and they're calling for the university to cancel the event, saying that it violates the university's diversity and inclusion policies.
0: So... You know, if people are this unhappy, why weren't they canceled?
2: Yeah, I mean, so there's some legal issues regarding free speech and the university could face liability if they tried to cancel the event um, just because, you know, of how contracts, I guess. Yeah, they they can't fund they can't say we're not going to fund this student event because we don't agree with the beliefs. And they're a public university, so it'd be different if it was like a private
1: They are public, but they have some rule. Some of their finances are governed by uh, different things. Like that's why they don't have to disclose where their money comes from or how they spend tuition dollars.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I should know that the trans activist who is debating um, the speaker who called for the eradication of uh, transgenderism actually like publicly shamed people who signed the petition saying that. Uh, You know, this that free speech is important. Um, The ACLU of Pennsylvania is also really adamant about, you know, the use for free speech. And they said that the best way to fight, um, you know, these events is to protest, which people did.
0: Yeah, there were about 300 people at the protest last Friday ahead of the Cabot Phillips event. And we'll see if there are more ahead of the April 18th event.
2: Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated.
0: So despite the chill in the air that we're experiencing right now, it is frigid uh, in the mornings right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spring is actually here um, and it's almost gardening season. And I want to tell you about your last chance to get in on a cool new composting project with the city of Pittsburgh. Is it clock ticking?
1: Because I I, I'm
0: belated. I've not heard about
1: this. I know the spoilers on this one because I've read the newsletter.
2: Yeah. Oh my god, I've been publicly shown. (laughs) I I just shamed you for something that I also (laughs) am not up to date on. It's okay. You can't keep track of
0: everything. But anyways, today is the deadline to apply to be a part of a pilot that the city is having Uh, 300 residents test different methods of composting. Um, These are like drop off bins, pickup, and different forms of at-home composting. uh, And the pilot will last for three months and there's no experience necessary. I know you applied, Francesca. Tell
1: us how it works and kind of what they're looking
0: for. Yeah, there's a demographic survey on the city's website. We'll have it linked in the show notes and we'll just like link you to the newsletter where I wrote this all up. Um, I filled it out and, um, you know, because I've been wanting to start composting for a while for a variety of reasons, reducing carbon emissions, food waste, Getting some good soil for my future backyard garden. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, they just ask you how familiar you are with composting, what kind of space or capabilities you have, like you if you have a backyard space um, to do a bin or worm composting, or maybe you have an apartment and you'd rather just drop it off somewhere.
1: That's awesome! Um, I can't wait to see whether you get picked. That would be really cool if you were.
0: I know. I I'm excited. Yeah. So wait, what happens if we miss this deadline? I'm a little worried. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a variety of composting options around the city. I featured a list in the Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. I'd like to share some with you. Please do. Yeah. So if you're interested in composting on the curb, like having your banana peels and eggshells picked up like your garbage or recycle, mm-hmm. um, there's some different uh, businesses who who work around town. Shady Side Worms is one of them. Um, you dispose of your food scraps in their bucket on a weekly basis and you'll receive fresh compost at the end of your subscription the subscriptions start at $25 per month. Um, and the cool thing is like you can even help neighborhood gardens by donating your share of compost. So oh, I think like if you don't need as yeah. much as they have to offer. That's really cool. Oh, I that's think, so cool. Yeah, I think that's really neat. And then the compost people have a similar program. They can accept um, more products like um, like waste like meat and bones and food soiled oh. paper products. Oh, that's really neat. I compost at home, but only veggies. I'm too afraid to do anything yeah. else. Yeah, I feel like if you're afraid, then this is the one to go with. Like, <laughs> yeah, let the experts handle it. That Definitely. One's, that one starts at $22 per month. And the company currently serves Mount Lebanon, Dormont, Fox Chapel, Highland Park, Lawrenceville, Mount Washington, Morningside, Shadyside, Stanton Heights, Squirrel Hill, and Upper St. Clair. You made the whole alphabet. You did it. <laughs> uh, apparently, they're going to expand more, but those are the, um, the neighborhoods that they serve right now. And then there is Worm Return. Ooh, (laughs) love the name. Yeah. Yeah. They will pick up your compost bucket at your house, um, similar to the others, and they'll replace it with a fresh one. Um, But this woman-owned business goes a step further by offering consultations and remote customer service. I think that's neat. And you can find a map of their service locations on their website. Uh, But if you're not in the area, you can opt for a drop-off at Ruckus Coffee in Reserve Township. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, there is AgRecycle, which has been around for a while. Um, I mistakenly left them off the original list in the newsletter. Yeah, uh, but a kind reader made sure to send me more info about them. Um, It's actually Pennsylvania's oldest composting company and the first woman-owned composting company in the U.S. Wow, that's crazy. Historically, they've done a lot of work with small businesses, but they recently started doing residential drop-off composting, too. So that's why I left them off, but I'm really glad (laughs) to learn that... um, that they have those residential options.
1: Yeah, it's really great that there's a services out there that will take care of everything for you, but also like some resources so you can do it yourself in your backyard if you have the time and knowledge.
2: Yes, my mom is the composting queen. She has taught me everything she knows. Um, we will go on trips to see my grandparents and then drive four hours with our compost in the back. <laughs> that um, is
1: commitment. Uh, so but if you committed. don't have Elizabeth's mom, you know, in the car with you, <laughs> the city will teach you how to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you you know don't want to use one of these services if you just want to learn how to do it in your own backyard um, a good way to grow your knowledge is with uh, a workshop with the Pennsylvania Resource Council their next class is from 11 a.m to 12 p.m on April 8th at Construction Junction in Point Breeze it's $70 for the workshop and compost bin and $20 if you just want to do the
2: workshop that's a good deal we'll uh, include links in the show notes
1: That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Our music is by Benji and the team this week includes A.K. Almuman, Francesca DeBecco, and me, Megan Harris. And a special note of thanks to our beloved Elizabeth Kama. She joined the pod squad in the fall so I could go on parental leave and snuggle my kid in peace. She's far and away a thousand percent better than I ever hoped a producer could be. And CityCast thought so too because she's sticking around to help all 11 cities in the CityCast universe. Dude, I am so proud proud of you and so grateful for you. All of us in Pittsburgh are better for Elizabeth's curiosity, passion, and the joy she has for local news. Aren't you? Okay. We'll be back on Monday with more news from around the city. Talk to y'all soon.
2: Wait, didn't government government? Didn't government Shapiro? That is true. But wait, didn't like government... (laughs) (laughs) twice (laughs) twice